Welcome back to the Expansion Pack Podcast, where we download this week's content and bring it to you. Uh, we're on our 18th episode here, so you guys already know who I am, Danzel, aka Black Ice Eight, joined by my co-host here. Starting off with Manny, aka Gootmaster Flex, looking fly in his Hawaiian shirt today. I was forced to be upon this, guys. Help. <laughs> Uh, and we also got my guy, uh, Chris, a.k.a. May 25th. What's going on, boy? Hey, you know, same shit, different toilet. Got a lot to talk about this week for y'all. Got a banger. A got lot. A, banger. a lot uh, going on this week. <clears throat> Some stuff damn. we definitely ain't even going to get a chance to talk about. But, uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get it started here. You know, get, get things rolling for people here. So what are you guys playing this week? Manny, start it off. I will start off with the, you know... A little bit of the new season of Warzone. We got to get some dubs in. Sadly, I ain't getting no dubs yesterday, but it is what it is. And also been playing uh, some of those classic GTA still. So, yeah, I'll say those are my picks for this week. Okay, okay. Word. Chris, what about you? <clears throat> uh, same as last week. I haven't, well, I played a little bit of Call of Duty. Um I don't really like Cold War as much, so I still play multiplayer and stuff. Sometimes on Modern Warfare. Last week they had shoot the ship. I'm sorry, y'all. That's the playlist. I'm in. There. Whenever I see that shit, dog. That that. Come on, man. <laughs> Shipment and shoot house. Come on, man. Stop playing, man. So I was all up in there, and um, and then Destiny, man. Uh, <sighs> I have been reinvigorated. In some ways, but we'll save more of that for later. But yeah, that's that's, that's what it's been. <clears throat> okay, okay, okay. All right. So uh, yeah, for me, uh, actually been playing a lot this week. Now that I'm thinking about it, <clears throat> um, still working my way through Little Nightmares. Haven't finished that just yet. Um, still really loving the game, loving the the inventiveness of the story. Like I haven't really played a side scroller like that in quite some time. Um, so yeah, having a lot of fun with that. Still having a lot of fun with Destiny, of course. Uh, great week for Destiny. We'll, we'll definitely get into why in a little bit. Um, yeah, played a little bit of uh, the new Outriders demo. We'll, we'll again talk about that a little bit later as well. Uh, and of course, Warzone. Warzone and um, Cold War, actually. Been playing a little bit of the new season in Warzone, but mainly got a chance to play the new Outbreak mode in uh, Cold War. And yeah, I, I think it's a game changer. I think it's actually a pretty cool addition to the Zombies mm. storyline. <clears throat> it's like a really, really big map. A lot of little thing, secrets going on, but it's like very like objective-based. And it's pretty challenging. So, um, yeah, having a lot of fun with that. So, yeah. Nope, nope. Uh, I respect it. Yeah, man. Well, Chris, you know what time it is, man. Yep, ain't got no stinger transitions yet. But it don't matter, because this is just as good for the time being. Gotta get my Nick Merckx on. Hold on. (laughs) 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 All right, fellas. Birdman hands. So, icebreaker for this week. 
Boys, we on some hater shit this week. This is not going to be nice talking for people. Uh, we're probably going to piss some people off with our answers. But the question <laughs> is, what is one gaming franchise that you wish would die out? Now, normally on our pod, we usually be lovers. We're, <laughs> we're fierce lovers of the gaming community. And most of what comes out, and most of these developers, and, you know, we, we, we love this stuff. However, we are human. Gotta admit, not all this shit is dope. Some of it actually sometimes be pretty whack. <laughs> and uh, somehow, every once in a blue moon, something that's pretty whack slides through the cracks somehow into everybody else. It's pretty dope, and you be the only person that like this shit is whack. So, oh, um, yeah, today we're gonna have to come up with some hater stuff. I will. I'll start it off. Whew, deep breath, because I know this shit right here going to rock them. <laughs> My game that I wish would die out. I'm almost scared to say this. We're going to get some hit. canceling uh, May 25th uh, comments. Yo, nah, all right. <laughs> fuck it. I'm just going to go for it. Get the fuck rid of Mario, man. Get it out of here. <laughs> get it out of here. Get it out of here. Get it out of here. I'm upset. Get it out of here. That was my answer too. Get it out of here. Get it out of here, fam. I get it. I get it. I know people love the game. And for the foreseeable future, it is not gonna die out. I get it. I know the nostalgia's there. I know we all grew up on it. Low key, deep down. I can't stand this Mario shit no damn more. I can't stand getting all these damn renditions. What's the next Mario going to be? Mario and Perseverance on Mars. <laughs> I don't want no more Mario games, man. I'm tired of it. This, this I'm tired of Perseverance. It. Oh, no. Man, dog. I honestly believe that if Mario wasn't around, I think Nintendo would have like been a little bit more forward with their, their shit by now. But it's one of the biggest reasons as to why they stay so complacent. Yo, that shit could disappear. And, you know, it's all good. I'm straight. You know what I mean? Like, I, I get it. I get it. You tell me little Timmy gonna cry that hard because Mario ain't around no more? I don't think so. I, I he, got, he got plenty of ones to play. Plenty of ones to play. I think little Timmy would cry if you took away his precious Fortnite and, and Warzone and all that. Little Timmy would ball his eyes out. I think he would look at Mario and be like, eh. Now... Again, I love Mario Kart. I love uh, some of the older games are really fun. I know what it's done for gaming. Like, I'm not trying to shit on Mario. I just feel like at this point, it's in the fucking way. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, get that shit the fuck up out of here, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel. I can feel you on that. I feel like Nintendo oversaturates the market with his character. Oh, so <clears throat> I, I, feel like, I feel like you may not feel that way if there wasn't so many, like, Mario Golf, and then Mario, like, Tennis, and, oh, Mario's in this thing, and Mario's in that thing. I feel like it would be a little different in that regard, but, yeah, I feel like they saturated things with Mario. So I can I can understand that. I Still very controversial, in my opinion. That's like, yeah, I know. I it's know like the heavy nothing. hitter of heavy hitters, but. I knew it, but it had to be said. Um, just real quickly, I just want to throw in my honorable mention. Sorry, Goop, I got to say this. But Saints Row also can get the fuck up out of here. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm get the fuck up out of here. I'm good with it. I have never 
I have tried to play Saints Row a couple different times, and every time I play that shit, I get mad at myself. I'm like, bro, why am I not playing Grand Theft Auto? Why am I not playing Grand Theft Auto? This, this I don't man, want to play this shit. This, so this that's saying that as if like <laughs> Saints Row is relevant now. Well, I mean, they still have a pretty decent cult following, I'd say. We were like, just talking about it last week, man. Yeah. I'd I say that, a lot of people still like them. I just wasn't one of those people. I never, I don't know, something about what they did and the wackiness of the game and stuff just never caught on with me. Yeah, that's, that's one of them. If I never heard that they were making another sequel for that game, I'd be like, hmm. you Saints Row was a banger, yo. He's just, he's just hating. Sorry, but dude. I'm, I'm still upset you took mines because I was going to say Mario because, like, I mean, yeah. if you got extra points to throw on to the fire, go on ahead. Let not, have I mean, it. yeah, I mean, Shoot. I thought y'all yeah, bought it out pretty well. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not that we hating on Mario. It's just that we hating the fact that Nintendo is just milking the life out of Mario <clears> with, like, <throat> these extra games like Mario Golf, you know, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games and stuff like that. Like, uh, yeah, they're cool, but do they have to be Mario? You can just make your own tennis game game where you can make your own olympic games or you could just you know like you know people say microsoft used gears of war or halo and milk them out but last time i checked they don't come out with gears of war and halos every yeah, other year and be like if there's more calls it is not even close bro not even close. Oh, halo soccer you know what i'm saying they may have griff ball but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> wild. Wow. you know halo and gears of war at the olympic games they don't they don't do that stuff you know what i'm saying like they just you know the games come out you know Respectively, whenever you know, what I'm saying like every three, four years, and then we got a banger essentially. So that's why I think that you know the Mario franchise has got to die. Well, not die out, but like you know, at least die out the unnecessary, you know, Mario titles like golf, tennis, and stuff like that. I feel that. I feel that. Um, <clears throat> man, I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm sweating. <laughs> I already know a couple people about to be mad at me. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Metal Gear Solid. Oof! Yep. Oof! You what? Yep. Yep. I oh said my it. god! I said it. It hit me in my chest so hard. I'm gonna have to go with Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, just you know, picking on my favorite game. Competition. <laughs> You know, I should have said Destiny oh. too. <laughs> oh boy, shit. I just feel like uh I mean I, I guess it's it's kind of an easy shot to take because we're not really seeming to be getting one anytime soon, but yeah, I feel you know what? I could just as easily reposition this as a whole conversation on Kojima. Like I just feel like it's just highly over overrated. Highly, highly, highly overrated. Like I enjoy the games. I just don't think that they're these like crazy, masterful works of art that everybody seems to talk about, like Death Stranding. Like, yeah, that was that was that's Death Stranding. <laughs> <laughs> but the way, but the way I feel about Death Stranding is the way I felt about the last couple Metal Gear games. Like, I I don't understand. I felt like Metal Gear was just a masterpiece with the stories, but you know what? It's we all have our opinions, I guess. I think two, two was amazing. Three, I didn't like as much as everybody else did. Four. Four was kind of cool in some cases. Four, four was cool. But. I never played five. Five. I'm all set. Like, I don't know, man. I just. 
don't know. I, well, I if I was different, because they, they kind of forced Kojima to, like, you know what I'm saying? They were like, all right, we got to release the game. And yeah. then, you know, he wasn't able to finish the story, sadly. So, like, I just feel really... like the fact that we, we put it up there in, like, this, like, really crazy <laughs> upper echelon of games, I just don't think it's there. I, I just don't. Sorry, I just don't. Mm. I just don't. Uh, <clears throat> Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, man. Somebody's pissed have... off out there for sure. Yep. <laughs> we're, we're all going to have beef. <laughs> That's, That's fine. Episode. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> My gamer tag, son. Nah, man, no. <clears throat> Y'all know where to find me. Like I say, know where I'm at. <laughs> we can talk about it. Um, My next <laughs> game, my, my honorable mention, also going to make people a little bit mad, too. I know it's going to make Chris a little bit mad. But it's Boy. in a similar vein well, not not exactly the same vein because I actually do like these games. I just feel like they need to just get put aside for a while, and that's actually the Fallout franchise. They need to just set that. Aside. Ah! <laughs> ah! Ah! Two times. Ah! 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 You gonna put Chris in the gulag? <laughs> oh shit! Ah! Yeah, they need to put oh. that aside, <clears throat> or or just let Obsidian do stuff. Seventy six was a disaster. Ooh. Four, good, oh. but nowhere near as good as New Vegas. Um, they just they just need to set that franchise aside and let Obsidian do their thing. I think the reason why that hits me harder is just due to the fact that Bethesda's one of those companies that like I kind of feel like you owe me. You know what I mean? A little bit. Mm. Because of how good the older games were and then how, you know, four kind of fell flat on its face and then 76 and 76. I really feel like they need they they owe me a banger ass game. Mm. So because of that, it's hard for me to say I don't want them to be around anymore for the next few. But damn, my guys, it's Fallout. That's why yeah. I said I had to modify it because I don't Oof. I don't want that franchise to go away. I just yeah. want Bethesda to leave it alone for a little while. Like either let Obsidian work on it. I mean, you know, now that now that they're all a part, one big happy family under Microsoft. Maybe that can be a thing that happens, <clears throat> or at least just partnering very closely with Obsidian to make a New Vegas 2 or some new entry in the Fallout series. I just I just would like for them to just let Fallout just kind of rest for a little bit, come up with something new and inventive, and whenever it comes out, make sure that you've tested it thoroughly and it's not mm-hmm. broken and buggy. And yeah, and yeah, yeah, we all talk about the Bethesda charm of bugs. I'm, I'm not... I'm not here for that right now. Like it's 2021, we don't need bugs. 2021, ever since we moved to this whole new world of oh, I can just push out an update and it'll fix the bug or whatever. I, mm-hmm. I felt like companies have been kind of lazy about making sure that their shit's as polished as it can yeah. be. Um, and you know, Bethesda I think is is kind of one of the bigger culprits of that. Like I would just like for them to let that shit just gestate for a little while. Like do whatever you need to do with it. Work with Obsidian. Just don't. I don't. I don't want to see another Fallout for a while. Like, yeah, I like see what you mean. They just years. need to let Fallout, you know, fall out. Somebody lock this man up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna dive into uh, our topics for the week. That was actually a pretty interesting discussion on that. Um, you know, <clears throat> as always, guys. Let us know what you guys think, what your answer might be for this week's icebreaker down in the comments below. Because, uh, you know, I think this is a, this was a fun one this week, and I would love to hear what you guys have to say. Um, in regards to the topics for the week, though, you know, we'll start it off. 
kind of pivoting to what Manny just said about a, a fallout here. Uh, we got some news on, on good old Anthem. Oh, God damn it. Good old Anthem. Shout out to Anthem. Yo, I don't think my heart going to make it through this pod, yo. <laughs> this is really dope, yo. It's, it sounds like we are. We could finally say rest in peace to Anthem because mm-hmm. uh, Bioware announced this week that they are no longer continuing development on the franchise. So the uh, the long rumored or anticipated Anthem Next slash Anthem 2.0 has officially been scrapped. And yeah, we've talked about Anthem a number of times on this podcast, and you know how excited we were for, or at least myself and Chris were for, uh, you know, seeing what they could do with the, with the new version of Anthem. And now it seems like that, that'll no longer be a thing. So, uh, Chris, I'm sure you'll have a lot to say. So I'm going to let Manny go first on this one. What do you, what do you think about this? I mean, I feel like it was expected to happen. Like, you know, ever since they announced that, you know, Anthem next or Anthem 2.0 was going to be a thing. It's like, we really haven't heard too much news about it. And of course that virus happened and all that kind of stuff. So I just thought it was like about time that, you know, the nail was going to, you know, get hit to the coffin, just call it a done deal with this game. Um, <laughs> but at least, you know, they said they're going to keep on supporting it. <laughs> The but, servers will be up. That's what they the server, say. That, servers will be up for Yeah, a while. servers. That's what I mean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can still play the game. Well, I mean, the only thing good I see come out of it is, you know, that that the devs for that were working on it can actually work on, uh, you know, the Dragon Age and Mass Effect. Yep. So, yep. <clears throat> and know, that seems like that's largely the – sorry not to cut you off, but that seems like largely the reason why – they uh they went ahead and did this. I think they cited that specifically, you know, giving them an opportunity to go ahead and <clears throat> focus a lot more on their other franchises like Mass Effect and Dragon Age. So mm-hmm. get it, but it still sucks. But go ahead, yeah. Yeah. No, but yeah, I was gonna say like I said, you know, it's good that, you know, they're gonna you know, help them. We do know with the the virus and, you know, a lot of people working at home nowadays, especially with these devs, it's you know, does take a toll on like making these games so I can like I said, see why they had to cut off this game. Uh, rest in peace, Anthem. But yeah, go Mass Effect. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, what you, you, look, you look so sad, man. Tell us what you're thinking. It's just, it's a sad time, man. It's a sad time. It's It always sucks when you see games officially just get the nail put in the coffin. And uh, mm-hmm. as you said, you know, we were holding out some hope. Um,. I think the thing that hits me the most with this is that, like, I cross-said it in one of his videos recently when he was talking about it. He mentioned that, you know, he he knew that the game has some problems and some flaws. We all know this, but it had a thing about it. Like, there was was something there that, or put it this way, there's a reason why we waited for the, the revamp. Because there was something there in all that bullshit, which there was a lot of bullshit. A lot of bullshit, mm-hmm. but in the middle of it somewhere, if you if you get a you know a power jet and something, and you spray the bullshit away, there was something. You know what I mean? There was something, and they the you know the fight mechanics were pretty decent. I liked the fact that I could get in all these different javelins and do different things, and they all felt different, <clears throat> very drastically different from one another. I loved the flying. The flying in the game it was to the point where I would start missions and just fly around in random areas just because flying felt physically good mm-hmm. like i can only imagine what the flight mechanic would have like felt like on like the ps5 controller without like it's made for that kind of like stuff 
it probably feels amazing on that, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, I don't know if it's made for it, but if something was made, if in they that made made, it, it would be it. great. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it sucks, man. It, it just I really thought they had the potential and the foundation for something great. But yeah, I mean, I guess you know they got to put their assets in other places. I guess this might have been expected because of COVID. I might have been, you know, on some wishful thinking thing. You know, I'm pretty sure a lot of these devs and these studios are stretched thin enough as it is. And they had like, what, like 20 people, I think, working on Anthem next. And uh, if you looked at the signs, I mean, the the staff just kept on seeming like they were kept on dropping. Mm-hmm. Every couple months, they replaced the head of whoever was running it with somebody else and pulled that person to go work on another thing. Mm-hmm. So clearly, they had people within that 20 folks in the studio that they wanted to be working on other shit. So it sucks. R.I.P. But uh, the other thing I would like to add is that for me personally, I don't know how other people feel, but this puts a really bad taste in my mouth in terms of buying shit from EA. Because, mm-hmm. like, it just... It's... Uh, when you buy a video game and it costs 60 to 70 bucks, for some people, that's not a lot of money. For me, even if I did make bank, I would still be pissed off with that. Because it's like, dog, you pay for something and you expect... If it, even if it doesn't work, you expect somebody to at least make it work, you know? If I go to the cell phone store right now and I buy a new cell phone and I get home and the shit don't work, I'm calling somebody up and I'm expecting them to make it work because I spent money on this brand new ass thing that I that I wanted, you know? So it's like you get this half-baked ass thing and, and you know, they kind of get your hopes up for literally like two years. Like two years, mm-hmm. yo, we're coming, it's coming. And then nothing, it just it feels like I got got, man. And, uh... Yeah, it's not a good taste in my mouth. So I'm not saying I'm staying away from EA games in the future, but like I need a lot more. How do I put this? There's certain studios that can come out with a game, and I don't have to second guess it. Like when Bungie comes out with Matter, I know I'm going to be figuring out what the hell it is and trying to play it. You know, what I'm saying? whereas EA, whenever their name is attached to anything now, I'm going to have to look at it like, hmm, uh, let me make sure this shit is hidden in. Before I spend any money because I'm not for that. Like, that is it EA or Bioware? Good. Maybe I should clarify. Hmm. I I think I'm gonna put this one more on EA. Um, because I know Bioware they developed the game. I get that, but I want to believe that the game would have eventually gotten a second chance if it was up to Bioware themselves. I, I want to believe that. I, I could be wrong, but I want to believe that. I mean, I think um, I think it would have gotten a second chance, but it's more of a matter of when. When would it have gotten a second chance, yeah. right? <clears throat> if all these things are, are factoring in, like COVID and you know the fact that the studio themselves wants to move on and make Mass Effect and make Dragon Age and so on and so forth. If I'm a studio head, let's let's take EA out of this. If I'm a studio head and I'm noticing that that our our failure. How do I put this? When you look at when you look at leadership, right? <clears throat> Take for example, um, and this may sound this may not make sense, and I'll, I'll find a way to draw it back so you'll get it. But take for example, Halo, right? Mm-hmm. Halo came out, or the Halo Infinite um, footage released. Some argue it shouldn't have necessarily been released because it didn't look good. There was a huge backlash. People were upset for, with, the, with the way the graphics slowed, so on and so forth. And then the next week, <clears throat> Microsoft said, "Nope, we're gonna we're gonna you know let you guys go back to the drawing board, do whatever it is that you guys need to do." 
so that we don't cannibalize the future of this franchise. So they, they, they took into account what was going on, made it made a strategic decision to say, okay, let's push this back so that we don't ruin our franchise, right? Let's also take a look at, and I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but, you know, things that are happening with Bungie right now, right? Um, they introduced something called Sunsetting into Destiny. A lot of people are upset. They decided, all right, let's do the right thing. Let's take this out um, just so that we don't cannibalize the future of our franchise. Uh, where was that for Bioware, right? Like, mm-hmm. they, did, they weren't responsible with their franchise, right? And that's what led them to be in this situation in the first place. So through the whole development process, should have understood that there was issues going on. Like, I, I think this issue lays at the feet of the heads of the studio, for, for Bioware in particular. They weren't responsible with the development of this game, with this new franchise, and the money that EA gave them to make it. Um, and this is where we are now. <clears throat> so, I don't know. I, personally, I, I understand everything you're saying about being weary of games in the future. I just don't know if I would put that at the feet of EA, because this has never happened before for them, really, right? Like, mm-hmm. EA is generally pretty... People don't like EA, right, for different reasons, whatever, what have you, right? Microtransactions, yada, yada, yada. But this, to me, made sense to pull the plug on something like this, even though it sucks and it breaks my heart and, you know, whatever, what have you. Um, the, the studio heads in Bioware manage this poorly. And they also, and the main reason why I'm also putting more blame on Bioware than anything is because... They've also fucked up Mass Effect. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. And I don't think that that's on EA, right? Like, yeah, they're a parent company, and there's some arguments to be made about how it gets handled, whatever. But they fucked up Mass Effect, which is a great franchise, and then they fucked this up. Like, for me, I'm looking at the Bioware label and saying, all right, I'm going to have to inspect this a little bit closer now. In, in, um, in a reversal, look at Respawn. Respawn also under the EA banner. Making hits, bro. Titanfall 2. Like, we, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, right? Great game. Um, Jedi Fallen Order. Apex Legends. Under the EA banner, they're fucking crushing it right now. Because the studio, the leadership, the way that they're handling things is A1. So, per, for me personally, and I can understand, you know, what you're saying, Chris. And obviously, mm-hmm. like, it's more of a matter of opinion than anything. Um, but I look, at, I look at Bioware and I'm like, all right, y'all fucked up. Y'all the ones I'm keeping an eye on. Not so much EA. Mm-hmm. And you know, That's a fair I, point. Fair point for sure. Even, even so, like, at, at least we got EA Play, so like, you know, we can at least test out the game yeah. for ten hours, mm-hmm. and then yeah, if you don't yeah. like it, you can always just wait until the game comes out in the vault for EA Play. That. Yeah. So uh, that, but I was gonna also say too is like, you know, it's not like it's like the first time it happened essentially in an EA game too, where it's like Star Wars Battlefront two, where that game you know had a terrible launch, but eventually they kind of like fixed things up, where it's like now people. We'll say like the updates that they did with made the game even better than what it was at launch. So I like, would argue that's a that's a little different. Although I still understand your point, and I I agree with you that they they were actually able to turn it around. But mm-hmm. that that issue was more about monetization as opposed to like <clears throat> the actual core of the game. Like the the game is like Battlefront Two was actually a good game. It was just hindered by the fact that EA mm-hmm. was trying to make you spend all this money, and that was at the foot of EA. That was. EA was solely responsible for that because they're the ones who pushed the loot box idea onto DICE, the developers. Um, so, mm. so I would argue that's a little different, and I hold EA accountable in that scenario. But 
I get what you're saying. The core of what you're saying is they had an opportunity to turn around. And mm, it looks yeah. like, yeah, Bioware didn't get a chance to. <clears throat> I got a question. Why do you think these um these parent companies go out of their way with these huge marketing plans, right? And they, they go boss to the wall with them. But it's almost like they do them based on what they hear the game's going to be on paper, in a sense. Because it feels like a lot of times they, they go like Cyberpunk, like uh, even Fallout 76 would agree. They do decent promotion. And then it's just strange. It almost comes across to me like either you knew the game wasn't really good and you still went ahead with your promotion anyways, or you didn't know the game was good and you still went ahead with your promotion anyways. Both of them are bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're both not. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how that works, but I always find it strange. <laughs> like, because Cyberpunk clearly clearly was an unfinished product, yet by all the marketing and shit that they put out there, you would have thought this shit was fleshed out, jam-packed with features, minimal, like, you would have thought it was truly good to go, you know, and it's just Mm -hmm. like, I'm wondering why that keeps happening that way, Mm. because at that point, even though I I agree with you saying that, you know, you're going to pinpoint Bioware in this specific, specific scenario, and, and, you know, point out their flaws on this. But, like, did EA just not do any supervision of anything anywhere? Or, like, like how did... You know, like, I, I just... I don't get that. It's I think... I think... Um, <clears throat> I obviously... Obviously, this is all speculation, right? So, I'll yeah. preface by saying this. Everything that we're all going to say is speculation. But all the games that you just mentioned and all those... The studios that you just named, they're considered world-class studios, right? Bethesda... World class studio, mm-hmm. um, CD Projekt Red. World class studio, uh, Bioware pre <laughs> Anthem, and I, I guess that some of a pre Mass Effect. World class studio, right? So you're going, you're banking based off of these names. These games are automatically going to have hype no matter what you do, right? So all, all you're doing is leaning into the hype by continuing to promote to those who may not be tuned into the machine, right? So I don't, I don't know if it matters if the if they're looking at the game and saying, okay, it's coming along well or it's coming along not well. These games are going to have hype no matter what. You have Bethesda and you have the Fallout name. Two things that hold a lot of power. You have, um, in, in the case of Anthem, you have Bioware's name, which holds a lot of power. In the case of um, CD Projekt Red, which I th- in Cyberpunk, I think that's a little different because they all they did was show off the game for the first time and then everybody and their mama wanted it. They didn't even really have to do any more promotional material outside of that. This game was so long in development and such a fabled thing in addition to the fact that there's so many people that love the witcher and they love cd project red and all the things that they've done and what they've become but at some level you're marketing the name and what they've done in the past as opposed to what the game actually is right like rockstar look at rockstar perfect example right Mm -hmm. like everybody's just going to assume that gta 6 is going to be amazing because everything else that they've done prior is amazing take two probably isn't even going to have to shell out that much money as far as promotion goes, because it, it's just one of those things. I don't think that CD Projekt Red's like promotional campaign was that large. I think they mainly relied on word of mouth and relied on the hype train that was already existing with that game. Like that, that game became larger than life, right? <clears throat> and it, it really nobody's fault, I guess you could say. Like it, it was just so much hype around it. That's just what happens. So personally, I think that's that is the answer to your question of why that trend seems to continue i think it's just mm-hmm. 
you combine the hype around things because of what studios have done in the past or what that franchise in particular means. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's like Halo, right? Halo, Halo is another thing. It's like another one of those franchises that holds a lot of weight. Like mm-hmm. no matter what happens or who's making it necessarily, it, you know, even though we've gone from Bungie to three four three, like the name Halo means a lot. So people have this level of expectation, and it will almost automatically have this big hype train around it. Even though Microsoft will do a great job and promote the shit out of it, but you know, sometimes those things just become larger than themselves. Word, word. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting, man. Because like, I think about it on like, a movie standpoint. And then, you know, to your point, you think about, like I guess, big-name actors and how their names become a draw. But I guess my biggest hang-up is when it's a new IP. Because mm. it's like, if you have a, a game like Halo and these other games, you they've built up the rapport for them to have that kind of notoriety. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, Anthem, they're really just going off of the name value of just the studio alone. Right. And and then and they just kind of had to build it off of that. So, like, when I see stuff like that, it's like, damn, how the hell did y'all not... But, I mean, uh, but but you, you said it, though. Yeah. It's the studio. It's the studio, right? You're, you're mm-hmm. more focused on the studio than you are the IP because it's just, okay, you've... We took a chance on you way back when with Mass Effect, and that became this huge success, so why wouldn't we just take that chance with you now, you know? I think that's mm-hmm. that's probably where their mindset is. But who knows? I mean, I don't know what's we don't know what's going on in those meetings. But I would have to assume yeah. if I was in those if I was in their position, that's my thought process. Like, you know, Cyberpunk's like we talked about, relatively newer IP, right? But we know mm-hmm. what C D Project Red's done in the past. We know what they've been able to do with The Witcher. So yeah, we'll give them a shot. We'll we'll throw money behind them, so on and so forth. So yeah. Mm. I think that's where it goes. But a lot of trust. <laughs> a lot of trust. Yeah, a lot of trust. Absolutely. Shit. Absolutely. I think that's that's kind of how it has to go with studios, though, right? And I'm I'm sure that that Bioware's probably cut a lot of that trust in half, <laughs> and mm-hmm. they, things the relationship between them and EA is probably a little bit different now, and they're probably going to be scrutinized a little bit more. I'm pretty I'm more than confident that EA is going to be paying a little bit more attention to Dragon Age, paying a little bit more attention to to Mass Effect and how that's going along, and so on and so forth. But you know, I, I, again, making the parallel. Respawn, I'm pretty sure they don't even give a fuck about what they're doing over there. They're just like, we're just going to give you the money. You go in a corner, do whatever it is that you have to do, and just make us money because everything that you've done so far has been successful. So, yeah, I, I think success breeds that level of trust. And when you fail, yeah, you definitely got to be losing it. But yeah, we'll see. Definitely. But speaking, definitely. Of, uh, speaking of success and failures, moving on to our <laughs> next topic here. This week, uh, in the, in the, the looter shooter... RPG genre, we got Outriders. The new demo just dropped this week. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's looking kind of interesting, man. It's looking kind of interesting right about now. Um, I got a chance to play a little bit of it. I really didn't finish the demo just yet. But, uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I'm not impressed. But, Chris, I'll let you... Uh, I'll let you talk about your first impressions so far. Uh, I didn't actually get to get hands on the game yet because Xbox Live was being a biatch <laughs> on uh, this past week. So when the demo actually came out on Thursday, I couldn't download it until like midnight. So didn't get a chance to do it then. And then yesterday I was busy, so I didn't get to touch it then. So hopefully maybe today or tomorrow at some point I'll get an official chance to try it. But... I did watch a few streams. I did watch a few like little quick highlight clips. Um, 
I feel like I don't know enough quite yet to really, really give it a full rating. But from what I saw, it's just one guy said that they didn't think it had any identity, and I 100% understood what he was saying based on the video he put up. Like down to when you open up chests, down to the way you put on your armor, down to the skill trees, down to everything. There's nothing about it that kind of like makes it feel like it's apart from anything else. And then when you look at the graphics, the graphics aren't bad. I do like a lot of the the character models they came up with for some of the legendary armor. That shit looks kind of cool. But I do wish it popped a little bit more, like the way how they did things. Um, another person I was watching, he compared it to Destiny, actually. And, you know, he was like, dude, Destiny, you, you could really sometimes take a step back and just stop and look up at the sky in Destiny and it's freaking gorgeous because they put a lot of work into that. And they're like, you can't really say that about Outriders at all. Outriders is way different. It's very muted color choices. Um, yeah, it just, I guess, it just feels like, I guess, for most people, from what I've been seeing, they think it's okay sometimes, but it's not blowing nobody away. Mm. Um, <laughs> what I was really concerned about was the story. I really want, because it's Square Enix, and I know Square Enix was going to come with the graphics, so that's actually kind of disappointing that people are saying that the graphics aren't that good. But aside from that, I was worried because, like, they're not the best at storytelling. And I've been hearing mixed stories or mixed reviews about the story, mm. which is also not good. Like, <laughs> I don't know much about it, per se, but, like, from what I read, it's kind of similar to the how Anthem thing worked, where, like, you know, there's these... Uh, ancient things that came out of nowhere and some storm that gave you abilities and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And, um... Yeah, I don't know, man. I know they got content ready to go for Endgame. I know they tried really hard to think that out. You could tell they're trying to do different things with not calling their stuff a live service model. And, like, they're they're, they're choosing certain wording specifically for certain things that they're talking about. Um... Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm not blown away by anything I see. Still willing to give it a chance. Definitely going to play the demo. The demo tickles me. I'll still maybe grab it, but starting to look like ain't nobody going to take the crown from Destiny, man. I don't know when anybody going to take the looter shooter crown from them, bro, because it's another one of those games that got that it, man. I don't know what it is. I don't know. These games yeah. been trying to copy it, and they can't get it. Yeah. They cannot get it. Uh, yeah. Um... <laughs> I, it's gonna take a lot to to come for Destiny, but yeah, I think I think more specifically, they just need to. I mean, I'm I'm hoping and assuming that that's not what games are exactly aiming for. I think they should just you know carve out their lane and do their thing. I think the 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 closest thing to a looter shooter that I think are like <clears throat> in a service model game that touches Destiny or is at least in a similar stratosphere, I would say would have to be like the Division. Like the Division's mm-hmm. actually a good game in itself. And it has its own identity, and it's 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 it has character in, in what it does, um, yeah. even though it's like a much more serious title. Uh, and I guess I don't really consider it necessarily in the same vein. It's obviously a looter shooter, but uh, by um, Borderlands, Borderlands is uh, dripping with character and, and yeah. you know and all the different things mm-hmm. that it's got going on. But um, but yeah, Manny, did you get a chance to check out the Outriders demo or at least see anything on it? I didn't get to play it, but I did look at gameplay as well, and I can kind of agree with like. You know what Chris is saying, how it doesn't really have like an identity. Um, you know, like like you said, like the looting and everything like that, like could be basic, but 
you would think like the gameplay too would you know kind of like blow your mind, but it just the gameplay looks so basic. I I just don't know what it is about it. It just looks like you know one of those games you just sit behind cover and you shoot and what well, you got you got these powers too, but like. You yeah, know, I don't know. It just looks yeah. like it just looks like one of those things you're just gonna be sitting behind a wall, like you know, just shooting away, killing, you know, picking at these bosses or enemies, and it just like, isn't it's you know, it doesn't make me want to go ahead and just like pick up the controller and try it out. Like it just looks yep. so basic, yep. and that's like kind of like a turn off point because like nowadays where it's just like you have all these other games, like you said, Destiny, uh, Division Two, um, and I know even like. Uh, Warframe to like they have their following and mm-hmm. I know people yeah, are so like you know if I you know if you're gonna make me spend another time um want to invest my time in another looter shooter like this you definitely this definitely wasn't a good uh first impression, first impression. yeah, yeah. Yep. on uh for me to pick up you know the game you know first <laughs> I'd rather play Destiny 2 than this from what it looks like but you yeah. know I mean well it's it's just a demo the game style is yet to come out. I don't know if it'll be a game that I wouldn't spend sixty dollars on uh, right when it comes out. I feel like it might be one of those games that just might dry, uh, drop in price like fairly quickly. But, yeah. Um, I'm the only time I can tell. Yeah, I don't know what's going yeah. on with Square Enix, man. They just keep like, dropping the ball recently with these types <laughs> of games, right? Like, mm-hmm. like the Avengers game came out. We thought that was supposed to be this big thing, whatever. They like even compared it to Destiny in some ways. Yeah. It's like, oh, like Destiny, but Avengers? Like, okay, interesting. Let's see how that goes. Um, and they dropped the ball with it, man. Like, mm-hmm. Avengers is such a flop for a game that really shouldn't be. It's it's just, mm-hmm. ah, man, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand what they're doing over there. Also, the weird thing to me is they've taken two studios that, so. So for those who don't know, um, Outriders is made by People Can Fly. People Can Fly made this game called Bulletstorm, like, back in the 360 era, I think? Yeah, I remember Bulletstorm. That game had so much personality, like, there was, like, something, there was a a special thing about it, like, you could, um, if I remember correctly, you had this, like, whip, you could, like, grab people and, like, throw them in the Mm -hmm. air, and they would just float there, and then you could, like, shoot them up, like... There was personality and identity in that game. Like it was, it was different in that regard, right? Um, yeah, I, I don't know where that studio went, like making this Outriders game. Like I feel no personality. There's no like, there's no humor. There wasn't much humor in what I played. Like I don't know. It just it just felt really dry and really stale, mm-hmm. um, which is concerning. And and it was kind of the impression that I got seeing all the trailers <clears throat> beforehand and getting my hands on the game. Like it was like, yeah, this is. This is pretty much kind of what I expected, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm disappointed in that regard. But yeah, you you take people can fly who has that type of personality and that that DNA in a studio to make a game that's good in that regard. You take Crystal Dynamic who made the Tomb Raider franchise, which is amazing, mm-hmm. and then you make them make the Avengers game and it's not good. Like what's going on over there? I just, it's really <laughs> weird to me. Um, but yeah, I I have to mirror what Manny said. I'm not. Not really interested in spending $60 on this game. Uh, I mean, I'm going to try the demo a couple more times. I'm going to try it, you know, with Chris, because obviously certain games like this change a little bit when you're playing in a co-op setting. So, you know, maybe maybe it might grow on me. Maybe not. Like, yeah, they can have all the in-game content they want. But, like, the, the biggest difference between what I played here and, like, 
what I remember playing from Anthem was like there was a there was an itch. There was like a gameplay loop in the regard that the flight mechanic is really fun. The combat mechanic, while it needed a little bit of work, it was also interesting because I could use like one ability to to kind of proc a certain level of damage and then use a different ability to do bonus damage. Like the, the combo system there was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um I just don't there's nothing like inventive to me about Outriders yet. It's just like another plain Jane, like I don't know. Double mm. A, maybe just A rated game. Like, I don't know. It should <laughs> shouldn't be sixty dollars. Uh, that's that's for sure. But mm-hmm. yeah. I definitely agree. <clears throat> yeah. And I mean yeah, I, I, I it's it's unfortunate to see this because as we were talking about in our, our bonus episode, you know, about looter shooters, it's just like what the hell, man? Like, why can't nobody get it right? Like, yeah, they just—they really can't, man. It's weird, dude. It's really weird. Like, you know, and again, all—all all the credit in the world to Bungie. Like, they—they they really did something special with with, uh, with Destiny, and you know, not just saying that as a fan, but like, it's hard to—it's hard to even if you're not a fan of it, right? Like, let's take for example, Manny. Like, it's pretty clear to see what goes into a game like Destiny, how it, how it feels, how it maneuvers, and whatnot. Yes, it echoes a lot of what um, Halo is because obviously it's the same studio, you know, that that originally created Halo. But like, it has that unique feel to it. Um, it still has its identity. Whether you like the game or you don't like the game, you can't argue that the game has an identity. But for you to come out with a game in 2021 in a really crowded genre, and a genre that really requires a lot of time and effort, um, yeah, you can't you can't not have an identity. That's like the worst mm-hmm. thing, the yeah. absolute worst thing. At least graphically, you know. Yeah. At least graphically. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and I I I actually think the graphics are good, but it's just so like the color palette is so stale. Um, it's just like this weird combination of things. Like for example, right? Like the the color palette in this game actually reminds me a lot of Gears of War when Gears yeah, of War one first came that. out. But yeah. Gears of War has personality, right? Like it's like. And I don't know. It's just like balls to the walls, like gory, mm-hmm. like like shotgun you in the face, chainsawing you. Da, 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 da. Like there are different hooks in the game that are that are unique. And like the co op angle was different for the time. Like the the way the gameplay worked out, it was just a unique game for its time. I feel none of that for Outriders, right? Like you have that same color palette, but there's nothing else there that makes it feel like I want to mm-hmm. dive in more, learn more about this world, like. I'm just missing all of that altogether. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But we'll we'll wait to see what else we got going on with uh, with Outriders. I mean, ho- hopefully, when the game comes out, maybe there's some new element of it that they haven't really revealed yet, or maybe you know they might go back to the drawing board on certain things and just kind of revamp the game. Obviously, I think it's coming out in April, so they don't really have a lot of time to do that. Yeah. Um. So it's it's looking like this might just be another flop, but. You know, whatever. It's just another one of those things for us to keep our eye on. But as we were talking about Bungie earlier, uh, we got some big, big news in the world of Destiny. Big time news. Um, so I'm going to let Chris take this one. Oh, boy. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> this was probably the biggest news dump from uh, Bungie in regards to Destiny in quite some time, my people. Quite some time. Um, they targeted a lot of things. They touched on a lot of things that uh, a lot of different parts of the Destiny community were really excited about. 
Um, I'm just going to knock this out of the park front first. They got rid of sunsetting, y'all. The <laughs> shit is gone. It only was here for three months. And they said, get your little ass the fuck out of here. <laughs> and it's gone. It is gone. Thank you. Hallelujah. Can you set up what like, sunsetting is for those who don't know? I, I was just about to. So, thank you, thank people, you. sunsetting. It's when uh, people who make a video game, basically, they, there's metas in these games. And what the meta is, is generally... I don't even know if this is the acronym stands for, but this is what I've been using it as the last two years. Most efficient thing available. I don't know if that's what it means, but it <laughs> makes sense. Basically, there's weapons that rise to the top in every video game. And in Warzone, I know a lot of people remember when the growl was out here hitting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That shit was the meta. <laughs> you know, it just it just what it was. And Bungie was having a lot of issues with certain weapons that they would create that were powerful for a time. And they probably did want to be powerful for a time because they, they sometimes would create strong things just so they could shift the meta on their own. The problem with it was that some of the weapons were starting to get a little too... get away from them a little bit to the point where power creep started coming in. Now, power creep is basically where you have one thing in the game and it's super strong and OP to the point where everything else is just shit and you have to start creating other super strong OP stuff to counter out the first OP thing and then you, mm-hmm. you're constantly just trying to one-up the last OP thing, mm-hmm. right? And it just doesn't work. Um, so they created this sunsetting model where basically they were giving people expiration dates on their weapon. So if you got something in the current season from uh, Season of the Chosen, which is what's going on now, it would only be good for a year and then after the year, you could still use the weapon. You just couldn't use it in high-level content. So, like, you couldn't go in a raid with the weapon. You couldn't go do Trials of Osiris, which is a high-level PvP. You couldn't go do any of that stuff with the weapon. If you wanted to do some casual pubs, you could keep it forever, and you're good. So, a looter shooter, you know, the whole idea of playing a looter shooter is going to get your loot and going to go do something with the loot that you grinded so hard for. And Destiny was starting to feel kind of shitty because why am I going to put all this time in? For example, they got this bottom dollar weapon in Gambit right now that's super popular. But the perk pool is stupid. The perk pool is it's like 12 perks in each side. So you're it's going to take you months to get your god roll. Why would somebody want to put months into a god roll knowing damn well when they finally got it, they might only have it be at max power for like six more months after that? Mm. It, it just it was a shitty system, and uh, I think as a player base, we all understood like you know you do have to do something about the meta so often. They did need to do something about Mountaintop and Revoker and some of these other weapons. They did, but they wised up and they realized twas not the way. Twas <laughs> not the way. So they 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 are reversing everything, and basically anything that hasn't already been sunset will not be sunset. So, your fell winters lies out there. You like to shotgun? Woo! You get to keep it, baby. <laughs> they nerfing it. They nerfing your shit, though. So, you know, be happy now. You know, you like Paul and Guillotine? Banging that sword that they added a season or two ago? You're keeping it, baby. You're keeping it. Mm-hmm. So, that um, should have been the way it should have been from day one, right? Like, like yeah, you mentioned, like you yeah. mentioned when you were going into it all, right? Most studios will just nerf a thing so that it's not as powerful as it once was. 
But to yeah. take it away from people altogether, then then feel good. Just doesn't exactly. Good. Yeah, and then like it was done in a blanket way too, which was also kind of bad. Because when Beyond Light started, it was like, all right, we're sunsetting hardcore now, and I want to say like sixty percent of your weapons was just no longer usable. Mm-hmm. You would wake up, go in your vault, and most all your shit has old emblems on them or old uh, insignias to let you know that it, it's not you can't use it in max level activities. That was a shitty ass feeling. Like I didn't care. You know how many old shit I still got in my vault? I refused to delete because I grinded way too hard to get it. My retail tail from year one took me like eight months to get, bam. If you know, if you play the game, <laughs> if you play the game, you know. Dreaming City weapons was not dropping easy. You had to bust your ass to get them shits. And then even after you got it, you'd be like, oh, God, I got it. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Let me look at the roll. Let me look at the roll, bro. Let me look at the roll. And you look at the roll, and you got your roll, fam. It was like... I don't know. It's like a little dose of dopamine or some shit. I can't really describe it, but it's like a rush almost, and you finally achieved it, and then you take my shit away? Nah, that ain't it, Chief. That ain't it. So, yeah, no, we're very happy about that. Uh, What else did they talk about? They talked about crossplay. I think they said it's coming season 15. Yep, so so fall. Yeah, not this upcoming season, but the one right after, which is humongous. Um, I know we've been people who've dealt with this a lot. It's really hard sometimes to get a, a crew together to do a raid on a consistent basis, and um, because you need six folks, and we have a lot of friends on PlayStation right now who play the game pretty religiously, but they're in the same boat as us on their end. So now we get to combine all of us together like a goddamn Megazord and go in there. And fight some shit, and it's gonna be cool because it's mad weapons we never got to touch. So, um, crossplay is coming. They even thought about the idea of it not being a thing in the Crucible. So, like for example, people were worried about console players playing with PC players in the same boat because there's a lot of cheating and shit going on on PC. Um, but Bungie has already come out and said you will not be in the PC player list unless somebody from PC specifically invites you to their game. Then you get put into that pool. Mm-hmm. But other than that, console is going to stick with console. PC is going to be on PC. Um, this is big not only for PVE reasons. It's humongous for PvP shit. Um, even for people who want to play Trials. Trials is a three-person activity, and there's no matchmaking currently. So like, if you want to play this, and you got a buddy on PlayStation who's good at it, it's going to be easy to do that now. Now you ain't got an LFG as much anymore. You know what I mean? Like You don't got to do this dumb shit. Everybody knows LFGs for the birds. <laughs> um and yeah no it's just it's cool to see that so yeah crossplay is on the way transmog and i say armor synthesis is on the way so they're going to allow you to truly look exactly how you want to look in the game your customization options are going to go all the way and um a couple of the little minor nerfs and buffs and stuff they mentioned stasis is getting some tuning god damn right <laughs> and uh yeah, lastly, they also announced that unfortunately the Witch Queen, which is the next expansion, has been pushed back to early 2022. Moment of silence. Uh, it's alright. <laughs> uh, I ain't really uh, worried about that too, too much. I really do want Witch Queen. I will say, if you don't play the game, right now, the narratively, it's probably one of the better spaces that it's been in the last few 
I think when they get to this Witch Queen shit, they, at least story-wise, this shit gonna be fire. Because they're setting this shit up super nice, and all of the threads actually feel like they make sense for once. Um, so whoever's doing their stuff in the writing department. Good job, yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> you're doing good. Uh, so yeah, Witch Queen, early 2022. I guess they're gonna come up with some other shit for us to do in the end of the year to keep us busy. Um... But I'm okay with that, you know. At least Bungie, from what it seems like, they don't. Well, let me not say that. They do put out shit sometimes that's buggy, and they have to go back and fix it. But if they know this shit's not right, they don't seem like they hesitate to be like, "Hey, uh, oof, mm-hmm. I know we gave y'all this date, but famo, uh, this shit ain't good yet. So, uh, yeah, uh, we're not doing that." And I like that. To me, as a as a player, it's like, all right, cool. I get it. It sucks, but I'll give y'all y'all extra time to make sure when I get that game, it's right. Mm-hmm. You know, rather than going through the growing pains and shit of something like a, a cyberpunk, where you might get to a point where you're so burnt out on it that you don't even give a fuck if they fix it later. Yep. That that's the difference, you know. And um, that transparency is always a good thing with me. I say take your time. They took their time with Beyond Light, and it's seeming like it's paying off. Go ahead with your bad stuff, Bungie. I ain't mad at you. Oh, yeah. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> They're killing it right now. They're killing it right yeah, now. Um, I would have to say, <clears throat> you know, I like the, the the point that you brought up around, you know, the, the fact that they, uh, Witch Queen is getting delayed, and they're very good at the stuff that we were talking about these last couple companies not being so good at. Right? They identify, okay, like we got some bugs, we got some problems. We're not hitting the deadline that we want to hit. It's not, you know, it's not hitting the quality that you can expect from a Bungie title. So we'll push it, you know, we'll push it back. We'll still give you content. We still have things that we can do. But let's make sure that we get everything right before we actually release it. You know, that's the difference between a, a company like a Bungie and, the, you know, what, what Bioware is doing. That's the difference between a Rockstar and what CD Projekt Red um, ended up doing, you know. Like, that's what separates the the great the upper echelon from you know some of these other companies out there so you know definitely commend Bungie on everything that they've done so far you know crossplay crazy excited about that absolutely excited about that excited to play with, you know, I have a ton of buddies who play on PC I'm not really as concerned about the whole cheating stuff or whatever what have you so I'm I'm excited to jump up in there it may be a little bit extra sweaty but you know whatever it is what it is you want to test your skills you want to be the best of the best so, you know, that's an opportunity to dive in. I know, Manny, you love to play on your PC. You mentioned that, you know, that might be one of those things that might get you back in, you know, get you into the game playing on PC. So, you know, maybe we might have a new uh, a new fire team member in Manny. We'll see what happens. <laughs> oh, goodness. But, we'll see. We'll see. But, yeah, I, I love everything that I've heard, you know, in this state of, uh, state of the game address here. You know, they talked about diving back into to PvP and, you know, having a, lo- a lot more of a focus on PvP than they've had in the past. You know, like 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 Chris mentioned, nerfing stasis and having them focus more on the gunplay side of things, I feel like it's something that's been missing from Destiny for a little while. Um, you know, well, at least since they've introduced stasis specifically. Uh, you know, I, and I'll be the first to admit, like, I benefit greatly from stasis, being a hunter. <laughs> uh, you know, the abilities that I get in there, absolutely fantastic. But... <laughs> at the same time, like the gunplay is, you know, the thing that got me into the game. So, you know, I, I, I love having to having the ability to have the best of both worlds. But I do think that, you know, they should tone down some of the ability stuff and just really focus in on the weapons more. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. 
And we've also they also dropped a little nugget that it seems like um, we're gonna have one more expansion after Lightfall. Um, oh yeah, that kind of concludes the saga. So you know, at, at this time they announced a couple different expansions for the next coming years. Um, which which queen being the next one that should come out, and the last one that they had announced, um, or the one that was supposed to conclude the saga was Lightfall. But in this address, they announced that there's something else. So. You know, it seems like the Destiny brand and, and the, the story is just going to keep expanding further and further. And, yeah, it's absolutely what we want to see, man. I'm loving it so far. You know what's going to be cool, yo? I just want to throw this real quickly. If you end up in the PC player base for PvP, it's going to be cool. Because we don't get this on console at all. Because most of the good players are on PC. So it's going to be cool that every once in a few, you're just going to go into a match. And you're literally probably going to once in a while be that fucking cross? Oh, shit, bro. <laughs> Yo, cross in the lobby? Oh, shit. Because that happens on PC a lot. Yeah, you never see it on console, YouTubers. man. Yeah. Ever. And uh, it, it's going to be cool to kind of like not only see them in your lobby, but then you kind of go up against them. They probably smack the shit out of me. But you can learn, maybe. Maybe you can learn something. And like, yeah. I ain't going to hold you. If I ever see Sir D in a lobby, I might just leave the lobby. Because he's a dog, he's nasty, bro. This dude is nasty. I would hope that they never, because they they did mention that they're gonna tailor the matchmaking a little bit better. And uh, you know, Bungie Bungie is kind of one of the pioneers of matchmaking as a whole. So I'm surprised that Destiny got to the state that it's in. You know, they they pioneered matchmaking with uh, with Halo in partnership with Microsoft. So yeah, I'm hoping that the changes that they mentioned that they're doing with matchmaking make sure that those scenarios don't happen because I'm not trying to be in there with like the super sweats, <laughs> you know, um, unless I'm myself super sweaty, but you know, deal. <laughs> think about your whole life, bro. Yeah. Your whole life. I don't want that smoke. I don't want that smoke, but yeah, Manny, you know, seeing as you're the one here who's not really, uh, as into destiny, you know, just curious what your, your take is on the news. <clears throat> um, so like, you said crossplay definitely is a big feature because I mean it's 2021. We need crossplay in every game, but uh, yeah, um, definitely beneficial. Uh, I do like to play on my PC for first-person shooters, basically, or like competitive shooters. Um, and then I know you said the stasis. I know for my fair share of playing Crucible with you guys, you know, I, stasis was so annoying. So I'm glad <laughs> that they finally nerfed that, bro. But and you then, were a titan. You y'all were the most annoying. Yeah, you yo. should really be taking a you know, you don't take advantage. I, I, of I'm more of a gunplay guy, so like <laughs> I, I feel like, you. I knew I had the abilities, but I never used it. Like I, I don't know why, but I'm just more of just like you know, I'm better at you in gunplay, so I'm gonna gun you down no matter what. So that's good as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, may, maybe maybe I might get back into the game. I'll you know catch up with you guys. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> All right, not, I, like, I, I know I don't play the game as much now, so like it's it's hard for me to follow as much as you guys do. But hey, man, it's never too late, bro. Never mm. too late. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying, get we'll see. Shit going, Goop. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> you might need another body for that raid, bro. You better get ready. Shit. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, but yeah, we'll we'll get into our final topic here since we're we're running a little low on time this week, but. You know, uh, just to kind of round out our theme of, of RPGs for this week. You know, we were giving Nintendo a lot of flack last week. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not having anything interesting, you know, not Bye. not really killing it in their Nintendo Direct. But, 
Man, they dropped a doozy of on us this week, man. Um, so you know they had their 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 Pokemon Direct, a lot of new information that they dumped in there. Um, I think we're getting a remake of, uh, I want to say it was uh, Pearl and Diamond, mm-hmm. and that's coming to the Switch. You know they showed off some new footage of Pokemon Snap, but the big hitter, the big hitter, the one I'm very very excited about, is this uh, new Pokemon Legends game. So apparently, they're finally doing the thing that <laughs> I've been asking for so long, and that's really making Pokemon like an actual open world RPG. Like, mm-hmm. yes, we are here. So, uh, so according to to Pokemon and Nintendo, it breaks down as follows. So, the basic premise of the game is: as trainers explore the natural expanse in Pokemon Legends. Uh, how would we say this? Arceus? Oh, Arceus. Arceus. Arceus, mm-hmm. thank you. All right, so, as uh, as trainers explore the natural expanse in Pokemon Legends Arceus, they'll encounter Pokemon that call these Grand Vistas home. To catch wild Pokemon, players can study the Pokemon's habits, uh, sneak up to them, and throw Pokeballs at them. Players can also battle wild Pokemon with their ally Pokemon. By throwing the Pokeball, holding their ally Pokemon near a wild Pokemon, players will seamlessly enter battle. This new gameplay angle is intended to provide trainers with an immersive experience. This is exactly what I've been wanting, guys. Exactly mm-hmm. what I've been wanting. I'm super excited about this. Uh, but, yeah. Manny, I'm, I'm going to let you start off giving your impressions. Like I said, it's about damn time. You know, we talked about last week where it's like, you know, Nintendo hasn't really given us anything. And then Pokemon, I was like, you know what? Let me sprinkle this in real quick and let you guys, uh, you know, just give a little sneak peek of what we got coming for you in 2022. You know what I'm saying? Pokemon Legends. Yeah, man. Open world. <laughs> Bro, when I first saw the trailer, I couldn't believe it. I was like, am I seeing, like, does, does my eyes deceive me? Like, is this an actual, like, Pokemon game that is, like, different from what it, like, has been before? Because, like, Pokemon basically been having the same formula for years. Like, mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just like to the point where it's like, why would I spend like a lot of money on this new game just to play like the same Pokemon um, game with like maybe different Pokemons? Mm-hmm. But like, th- like this is huge. Like, you know, like it gives me that Breath of the Wild feel where I'm just like roaming the world and then just like you see the Pokemon chilling and like, like this is what I feel like Pokemon should have been in the beginning with the, you know, the Nintendo Switch instead of what the Shield and Sword one. Like, I feel like. This definitely is like a huge step forward of like the Pokemon franchise, and like I, I hope like this is like the formula that they're gonna keep with from here on out. Yes, yes, me too, me too, me too. Ooh. As you can tell, guys, I'm very excited about this. Uh, so, Chris, <laughs> you're 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 more of our resident Pokemon guy than anything. So, I'm definitely excited yeah. to hear what you got to say about this. Man, I'm not getting too high on this. I I <laughs> oh. am not. I refuse to. Um, not because I don't think it look kind of cool. It does look kind of cool, but this is what they do to me, man. This is how they get me. They they uh they they give you a little carrot on a string, and they say, "Hey, May twenty fifth. Hey, you like carrots?" And then I'd be like, "Not really." <laughs> and then like, anyways, uh, I, yeah, it looks cool, and I mean. It, if you know anything about the Pokemon lore, the lore behind Arceus is actually really cool. 
Um, he's known as the God Pokemon, so technically the Pokemon that created all other Pokemon. Um, so there's a lot of backstory with him. He's one of the mods that they gave to his own movie. Mm. Um, so yeah, he he's super cool. I I I don't know, man. It's, yeah, I can't get too excited about this though because th- this is how they do it. When Sword and Shield first came out, I was ecstatic, and then again, it was cool for a couple weeks, maybe to a couple months, but I don't touch it anymore because it didn't really have like the replay. Um, you can tell that the wild area from Sword and Shield technically was like a beta version of whatever they're doing in this shit. Mm. Because a lot of people like the wild area, but they complained about the fact that it was very static. And it was very... There wasn't a lot going on in an area that's called the wild area, besides the fact that you got Pokemon everywhere. It should feel more alive. Um, and I think they've captured that a little bit better with this newer one. I, I just hope it's it does what it needs to do. I see what they're trying to do. They got the Pokemon Snap. A little enticing. They're coming out with the Diamond and Pearl remix. Little enticing. Diamond and Pearls were those were some hitters back in the day. Uh, people have been begging for these remakes for like six, seven years. Mm. So this I know is a big thing for the community. And I saw Oshawott. You know, it's one of my favorite water starters. I, I love me some Oshawott. That almost caught me. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, no, I'm I'm fully in wait and see mode with anything that says Pokemon, anything that even says Nintendo. I need y'all to show me some real shit, mm-hmm. and then I can decide if I'm gonna put some money into it or not. Cause and see, and this also sucks. Even if the shit don't hit, and I try to wait like seven months to go buy it, it's gonna be full price still when I go try to buy it then too. Mm-hmm. Classic Nintendo, baby. Yeah, it is. It's, yeah, you win some, you lose some, I guess. But I'm not too higher down on this. I think it's cool. Not a new IP per se, but they're doing something different with Pokemon finally, and uh, I just hope it works. After 25 does, years, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it works, I mean, you know what's funny? Whenever um, Pokemon ever dips their toe into like more mature content or more content just that's geared a little differently than what they've been doing, it always kind of works. I know, I know you guys probably don't watch the animes or anything like that, but a couple years back, they came up with this like little mini series, which was like a different style of the anime. It was drawn by different folks, uh, different voice actors, different main characters, the whole nine, and it was a whole other vibe to the point where people watched it online and was like, "Bro, why is this not the main anime? This shit is hard. Like, why is it not this? This is really cool." Instead, it's been the same old. Ash, who doesn't age, and Pikachu, who's stronger than like every other Pokemon in the world, even though he's really not. <laughs> and then uh, he goes to different places and tries to get his badges. And Team Rocket is in every episode, and they try to steal Pikachu. And then he fucks up Team Rocket, and then they blast off with the Ding. And then <laughs> it's just like dog. It was always the same shit every episode. And for that one little mini series, I was like, yo, this lit, you know. So when they do things. Generally, it kind of works for the most part. It's just like I think they're so scared of of like shooing away their child audience. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, it, it seems to me like they're petrified of, of of losing any of their child audience at all. And um, I don't know. I think that's why they've tried to make the whole Let's Go games, and that's why they've tried to do this and that over the years because. Mm-hmm. 
they they just they're trying i think to separate the two audiences because mm. there, there there is two audiences of pokemon you got the kids and then you got the people who are hardcore and they get on every day and they grind out their eggs and they they competitively battle them two don't normally mix in terms of pokemon in general so i think they've been trying to figure that out but they haven't done it yet we'll see yeah i i mean <clears throat> i think it's a good idea to try to segment those two audiences because yeah they like you said they don't mix um but yeah i, I think it's interesting what they're doing as a whole you know like <clears throat> it it's uh obviously coming on the heels of their 25th anniversary so it makes sense that they're dropping so much information now and all the little different things that they've been trying to do i think i if i remember correctly they have like a like a league of legends style game that's releasing yep. like overseas or something which which is yep. pretty interesting mm-hmm. But this 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 Legends game, this Legends game here, man, yeah, I've been asking for this for a while. Um, this, you know, the thing we were talking about last week and, you know, the other times that we talked about Nintendo as a whole was I haven't seen anything that makes me want to pick up my Switch. And, like, this is it for me. This is, like, this is a first-party thing that I'm like, all right, I need to grab this, like, you know, I'll try it out. Like, I, I haven't really been burned by Nintendo as much as you because I haven't really found anything that really captivated my attention. But as soon as I saw that trailer, I was like, yeah, I need to know more. I need to know when this is coming out. Like, I want this. Mm-hmm. This is what I've been wanting mm-hmm. for a long, long, long time. So, yeah, I, I commend Pokemon Company and Nintendo for, for dropping this. You know, give me more information as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't do a Breath of the Wild 2 where you just go ghost. I was just going to say that, yeah. <laughs> We don't, don't do got that. Breath of the Wild too, but uh, play this. Yes. <laughs> Get that shit the fuck up out of here. <laughs> yeah, don't <laughs> don't drag this on. Like, I mean, well, take as much time as you need to to make it and make it good, but don't keep dangling the carrot, right? Like, if you have substantial information to give to us, give us the information, and then we'll play it whenever you know whenever it's set to come out. Like, I'm man, I'm ready. But it's supposed to be dropping early 2022, from what we mm-hmm. heard. So. Yeah. Hopefully there's a new switch out by then, hopefully, and uh you know we'll see how that works. Maybe you know. be a little bit more Maybe. powerful, might be a Maybe might it's be the a, new Switch launch title. I'm just gonna say that. No, I'm just gonna say that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely one of those things to keep our eye on. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely one of those things to keep our eye on. I'm excited for this. Mm. But yeah, guys guys any anything else to add to this? Anything else you guys thinking about? I'm just waiting on more news from this game, so I mean I'm just excited. I only thing I'll say is I hope that, and I don't need a whole new suite like how they do with every new generation, but I would like to see a couple new mods show up in this new rendition of the game. Mm-hmm. So usually it's like at least a hundred plus every time they got a new gen. We, I don't need that many. We got about a thousand already, given the twenty years of Pokemon that we've been getting. But like a solid fifteen, twenty new ones, and make them meaningful, make them have some story and shit like that. That'd be cool. Yeah. I'm here for that. Yeah, word. Definitely here for that. I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping we get all the new stuff. Oh, oh man, yeah. I want this to be. I want this to be the format that they choose to make the marquee like Pokemon games going forward. You know, like you still mm-hmm. do the other stuff that you guys yeah. do, but I want this to be like, this is Pokemon. This is like the marquee franchise, and then, you know, this is what we'll focus the majority of our energy on, um, because yeah, this. This has a lot of people excited, me included. So, yeah. Again, we'll keep our eyes on it. Guys, let us know what you guys think about this one in the comments as well. Because I suspect, you know, I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one that's interested. 
Um, Throw this last part on there, too. My mm-hmm. bad, I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah, yeah. Pokemon, Game Freak, leave Charizard out of the game. <laughs> leave him out of the game. Because Charizard is starting to become as annoying. Well, he's nowhere near as annoying as Mario. But for the same reasons. Stop putting Charizard and everything and making him the guy. You know, it's, it's starting. No, stop it. For real. It's Gen 1. All right? Like a new, a new been, face of the game. Yeah, bro, I mean, Pikachu is the overall face of the franchise. But, bro, they go out of their way to make sure in every video game, because you know how there's always a new gimmick, Charizard is always included. It does not matter what. Sometimes Pikachu isn't even included. But Charizard, hmm. they do not leave him out of shit. He is the guy. And it's like, bro, all right, we get it. Yeah, a fire-breathing dragon. I, uh, we, get, uh, we get it. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Bye. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Well, yeah, with that being said, <laughs> with that being said, make sure you guys like and subscribe. You know, comment down below with what you guys think mm-hmm. about pretty much anything we talked about in the episode. Um, you know, the pretty hard RPG heavy episode from Anthem all the way down to Pokemon. Uh, but some pretty good and interesting topics this week for sure. Um, but, you know, before we head out, guys, as always, let the people know where they can find you. Manny? You already know. Pretty much everywhere on every platform. Goomaster Flex on Twitch, Instagram, Twitter. The only thing is Instagram and Twitter is like underscore TTV. And, of course, you know, last week I didn't mention it, but I got to mention it this week. You know, the OnlyFans, you got you to gotta mention it. <laughs> I'm joking about the OnlyFans, though. But, yeah, Instagram, Twitter. Hit me up if you guys got anything to say. You know what I'm saying? All right, all right. <laughs> Chris, what about you, man? Uh, you already know what it is, man. Catch your boy on everything at M-A-Y-2-5-T-H-X-X. Again, that is on everything. I have to always put the disclaimer, including Gmail. You know, I don't be getting no pen pals now. <laughs> pen pal your boy, all right? All right. All right, Chris. Yeah, make sure to mention pen pal May 25th, boys. <laughs> you know, 2021 looking for a pen pal. I don't use Tinder. Pen pal your boy. I find love that way, you know? Oh, brother. All right. Anyways, so yeah. <laughs> you guys can find me, Black Ice 8, on everything. Xbox, PlayStation, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, wherever. Mm. Um, only difference with Instagram is it's Black Ice 8 underscore gaming. So, again, guys, make sure to check us out. Also, at our Instagram, uh, XPAC Pod. Manny, again, is doing some great work over there, getting some behind the scenes stuff and just some general content as a whole. So, uh, yeah, make sure to check us out. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Have a good one.